Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Whitey and for Steiny today on 95.7 The Game. Thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks for your participation, especially on a little uh, Twitter question I threw out, Goo. Uh, 2023 Giants, anybody got any slogans? And we've just a just a rather heavy response, which I appreciate. Uh, this is my leader in the clubhouse. Uh-oh. 2023 Giants, it's tragic inside. What do you think of that one? Is that a little too strong? <laughs> You know, remember they used to have, it's magic inside. Remember Boach used to say that around 2010? You know, it's magic party inside. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah, tragic yeah, inside. Be, well, did you do a Steiny earlier? Was that just? Yes, yes. Because, I, I, you know, I said Steiny here. Eh, I would get you a Steiny. Not really. Steiny not here. Man. Steiny not here today. Enjoying his fam and vacation. Yeah. Who saw this coming? I didn't. Nobody. It's never happened before. I was talking to Ray Rado in the, in the break and... I don't. You tell me if I've I came across with oh Boris like it was the gospel like he's not lying and he don't have an agenda. But I kind of believe him, right? Like they're all liars, but just in lie, right? But this is just it's Rick Barry. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'll be interested to hear what uh, Bob Myers thinks of this. And I'll say this about Ray Ratto because I don't. He doesn't listen, so he can't hear me. So I'll say something complimentary. Well, and I was in for Damon, you know, since the end of last baseball season. number of times Ray and I would talk about the Giants and I'd tell him about Judge and this and that. And he'd say, they're not going to spend the money. They, we don't know that they're going to spend the money. And I was telling him, they can't say they're going to spend the money and then not. They, they can't do that. He said, well, we just don't know if they're going to spend the money. And then when they signed Correa, I almost, I almost, glad I didn't, almost sent him a little text like, huh, I told you so, but I'm glad I didn't. Because if that's the case, this is going to do so much damage to the relationship. No doubt. And we got uh, our guy Bob Myers on the line right now, Whitey. Bob, how you doing? Hey, Bob. Stop. The, the last time I came on was the day after <laughs> Judge. By the way, I saw Judge yesterday in our hotel in New York, and I said, can I at least get an explanation? Uh, and this is what he started laughing. Oh, it, was Kurt, it was Kurt and I in the lobby of our hotel in, in New York, and he walked by. I don't know what he was doing there. And uh, he walked by, and, and Steve and I looked at him, and, you know, we were nice. Hey, hey congratulations. <laughs> I joked. I said, can I get an explanation? He just started laughing. But anyways, last time I came on yeah. was the day after that. 
I gotta stop coming on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, people love that too. Why yeah. you got something to read? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bob. Okay. And it's great to talk with you. The executive show brought to you by AFICI. Uh, Afici, San Francisco's newest culinary adventure located at 680 Folsom Street in San Francisco. Go to www.afici.com to book your reservation today. Uh, Bob, we got so many things to talk about before we even get to the Warriors last night. Um, How about it? I mean, I know it's not fair to ask you, it wouldn't be right to ask you to comment on any of the particulars of this, but you do this for a living and we've never, as I just said, we've never seen anything fall apart like this, anything of this magnitude. So what's your reaction as far as anything you can share with us about what the hell happened? Well, I mean, first of all, it sucks. Um, It does, it's just, you know, people think somebody wins in these situations. Korea actually lost money. Um, Giants obviously are the biggest, it hurts them the most because the opportunity is gone. It, you can't pivot. That, that's the most painful thing for a team. And, and you can't, there's a small window of time. Um, and that goes for any team in free agency where uh, these things happen fast and there's competition and there's offers that are out there beyond your own. So just getting an agreement is hard. But I think what listeners and we're realizing now is, and, and if you're in the business, you do kind of know, you, these things are very rare. But there's this moment in time, just like if somebody came to your house and said, yeah, I'll buy your car for $20,000 or whatever it is, and you shake hands. And that's okay, fine, we shook hands. But then the guy calls, yeah, I bought a different car. You can't really do a lot about that. So there's, in sports it's even worse because when you sign a player and you get an agreement, um, it's public. And part of that's actually helpful because it alerts the other teams in the market that this player is off the market. And the agents honor that 99% of the time. The only times I've seen an agent back out is when a player will tell that agent, I have second thoughts, and the agent will then call the team and say, I'm really sorry, uh, this guy changed his mind. That I have seen happen uh, as on the agent side and on the team side, and it's never good. Teams rarely do that. I've really never really seen a team say we changed our mind. But then there's this part that we all saw happen where there's a physical. And again, why do you preface it? I have no idea what happened. I don't think I'll ever know. Um, but in any event, it's public knowledge that there was a disagreement on the medical. That happens too. Um, and you risk these things, this small percentage of losing a player. And so for me, speaking from my standpoint, we've signed big players um, I've represented players where there is this gap where we're sweating it out, whether as an agent or a team, hoping that the physical is fine. It's it's a footnote in the eyes of the public because we've got this player, it's announced, it's all happy, everything's good. And meanwhile, there's a trade call, there's doctors, and when you're talking about guaranteed money, and that's what happens in the NBA and Major League Baseball, it's all guaranteed money. And it's very strictly laid out that you get your money and that's what's bargained for and that's how the, the business works it's interesting bob Injury, yeah the last thing i'll say is healthy or not you get your money so so the nfl i would say you can maneuver contracts and renegotiate it, not so much in in baseball and in basketball Bob, it's incredible you say that because last time you were on and you just mentioned it, you talked to us about the courtship of Durant and the inside and people ate that up. My question to a guy like you in your position, how much of your job and and the things that you do to try to land or bring something to your organization, 
it, you have to run by, you know, the owner or your boss. Well, I mean, look, do um, $300 million. No GM gets to make a decision that is $300 million, nor should they. That's the decision of the guy that owns the team. He gets to make that. Um, you can recommend it, and every GM has a different amount of authority, and you earn that, or you know, some owners are more engaged than others. Speaking from my perspective, um, yeah, and I think 90% or more of GMs uh, clear these things with their owner mm. because the money is so big now. It's, it's not, I think in the past, not that the deals were small, but you're talking about $300 million, and you're talking about what happens if you get it wrong or right. Owner engagement has probably never been more than it is now because I think when you buy a team for a uh, billion, two billion, three billion dollars, you're going to be involved um, in your team for the most part. That wasn't always the case. Twenty-five years ago, teams were going for a hundred million dollars, two hundred million dollars. Still, an absolutely crazy amount of money for most people. But that's different. This is this people. Uh, this is going to sound bad to say, but there was a lot of people that could buy a team for a hundred or two hundred million dollars. 15, 20 years ago, there's not a lot of people now that have three, four billion dollars to buy a team, a football team, a baseball team, a basketball team. So the people that do want to know what's going on, and I and I get that. So, Goo, I can't think of a situation where an owner would not say yay or nay to that type of situation or decision. Mm. Bob Myers with us on 95.7 The Game at Staney and Guru Whitey in for, for Staney. Bob, here's something that stands out to me about this and obviously, you know, you've dealt with it as an agent, as a, as a GM, so maybe I'm just wrong, but it seems to me typically a deal of this magnitude when a team said, yeah, we've come to terms with a guy Typically, there's there. It's implied that you know what we're we're on board, and you don't expect as a fan to hear about what appears, at least from what Scott Boris is saying, to be maybe a minor medical issue throwing a wrench into things. And that's where I think a lot of fans are going. Well, wait a minute, how how this is a huge deal, and you had him, and now it's something that happened a long time ago. So, in your view, how rare is is something like that cropping up well, in a deal like this? So, in law school, um, they taught me that words are pretty powerful in matter. And the word that you, the key thing you just said was minor. So that, and I'm not criticizing you. I, I don't think if I, I hope, I don't think this was minor. Okay. I don't I, I, now, now look, I could be wrong and it could have been, a, a, it could have been a lot of different things. Right. To be honest. Right. Uh, but I would hope and assume, um, that if it was minor, and, and I was in a situation here where we, I forget, a long time ago, where a player's physical came back and we changed some protection on a second round pick, and that was my first year doing it. And it was it was a minor thing, and we figured it out, but that was a trade with a team um, where the physical came back. That wasn't a free agent signing. So maybe a little bit more time, a little bit more space, where when you're in a situation in free agency, you're negotiating with Scott Boris, who obviously is very good at what he does and has direct lines to owners. I met him in a game in LA one time and I was talking to him um, a few years ago and he, he told me unsolicited, he's like, I talk to owners. I said, well, <laughs> I guess if you can, you should, you know, and it wasn't a slight on me. He was just, yeah. I'm not in baseball. Just tell me what he does. So, yeah. um, a guy like that, but I, I'm not saying he's distrusted or untrustworthy. He obviously has to have great relationships with every GM. He has so many players. 
So I can't speculate. I, I know it's your guys' job to speculate. I can only say that anytime these agreements are reached verbally, there is an exposure level that 95% of the time is fine, but but it's there. And, and, and this is a, a GM's fear. This is an owner's fear. This is a fan base's fear. This fan base, uh, the Bay Area may now have learned a hard lesson in that whether the Warriors announce something or the Giants, the 49ers, maybe it's different in football. Until that press conference happens, that deal is probably not signed or until the team releases an official statement, which I, it never happened, right? Did they ever officially say they signed it? I Just that they had agreed to terms, never that they had okay, signed okay, it. So, yes, so, you're right. So you say agreed to terms. And yeah. I think we do that too, actually. But until you say it's signed, now, that's kind of hard medicine to swallow for fans because... You know, you want to think something's said and done, and, and I don't think anybody lied or was disingenuous here. I just think it was one of those very rare situations, and I don't know if we'll ever know. And Fair enough. I mean, yeah. it could happen to me. You know, I don't know. I, I, It's part of the business, and it's just too bad it happened to the Giants from somebody that knows those people and it's just uh, fair fans. and. It's a tough one. It's a hard one. Bob, I got to tell you this, man. I'm in my living room two weeks ago before you guys get ready to take on Boston. I tend to believe I speak for the fans. <laughs> and Woj comes out. You know, you let me know if oh, I'm yeah. doing too much here with your contract status, you know, and where you're at. now. And little Daryl looks over to me. He's like, Bob's going somewhere. I'm like, I text Donnie <laughs> Frantic. I'm like, hell no, Bob ain't going anywhere. Fans are worried. Yeah, yeah fans are very concerned. All the skins concerned. on the wall that you have for the people listening, Bob, can you, yeah, you're to be around, right? <laughs> How old's your son? Uh, eighteen. Okay. I, oh, he's a, he's a, I, I thought he was younger. Yeah, he team manager for Santa Clara Men's Who, Bob. So I'm kind of proud. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll t- I talked to your son about it. Him and I can talk about okay. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really not. I'm not people. I know what I. I just I had to say something when I was asked, but I, I'm really just focused on the season. I'm I'm not worried about. It. I'm I'm focused on our season, and that's my main focus. And I'm I'm we got enough. I'm not worried about me right now. We could talk about last night, which is probably, you know, I'm glad we've avoided it and we've talked for 10 (laughs) minutes or so. I got to figure out some things um, more than me with Mm. our team and and focus on, I thought you were going to say you thought we were turning the corner in Boston and I thought we're not in Boston. We played Boston. And I kind of would agree with that. And, um, you know, obviously Curry going down, but we have to, we, we got to find some kind of rhythm. And, and that's my job. And was it dinner last night with Steve after the game? And, you know, these are, we, we, we got to find a path here where we get some consistency and it's hard to do when you're injured, but every team has injuries. And to be fair and, and self-critical, we were, we were struggling when we were healthy. So that's my focus. And um, tonight we got a lot of guys out too. Man. So, hmm. Yeah, Goo, I, I appreciate the support. I do. I, uh, you know I, you're my guy, I, I know man. You're, I know you want the Warriors to do well. I, like I said, I should be focused on us, and, and, I, and I know the Giants think a big deal, but, um, you know, we gotta, we got to try to get this ship right with our team. And as a GM, you can look at your team through rose-colored glasses or sometimes you're too critical. Uh, we got to figure out what we are. Um, that boss you brought up that night, I thought I had a sense of it, and then you struggle, and, and then you have to be patient, but you also have to be impatient. So I'm rambling, but uh, I, I need to focus on 
We we really appreciate right, it, Bob. We're asking all this stuff about the Giants and your contract, and we really appreciate uh, the answers you're giving us. But yeah, there was a game last night. There's a game tonight, as you well know. There, I thought there were some positives last night. Kuminga, to my eye, made two of the best passes he's ever made as a pro. One to Wiseman, one in transition. Ty Jerome and, and Lamb. I love Ty Jerome. You know, these two-way players. People text us all the time. Why are these two-way players playing? Because they're playing really well. So that's been, you know, kudos to you and your staff. But as far as this season, Bob, is there any way this thing gets turned around without either somebody on the roster making huge strides or you going out and bringing somebody else in? That's the key question right there. That's the question that changes and fluctuates to a certain point, Whitey, where that question needs an answer at some point. Uh, it's not that I don't want to answer it today, mm-hmm. but I've learned in this business that, that the answer to that question evolves throughout the season. So as much time as we can take to evaluate that and get it right, because once you make a deal, it's done and you can't go back. So with the Russell stuff, when we moved him for Wiggins, that was a thought for a long time until it came to fruition the day of the deadline. Um, but first, the question that you ask needs to be answered in the form of yes or no. Um, and then if the answer is a change needs to be made, what's the change? I think that we, at some point soon, in the next ever many few weeks, we'll have to decide what is the answer to that question and then what, what, what specifically is the answer to it. So I think right now we've seen we can play with a lot of the really good teams, but we've also lost to some teams we, we would think we could beat, and our records are records, and that's not something we expected it would be at this point in time. So that's what we have to decide. And the ways to get better are internally or externally. That's pretty simple this time of year. There is just, there's trades or there's your team plays better. Um, we have guys that can play better. I believe that. Um, and we haven't seen the best version of us. But but that that could be me just being too uh, optimistic. I, we have to see it at some point. We're, we're what, how many games in 30? What are we, 32, I think, something like that. Um so yeah, that's a good question. That's I'm supposed to be focused on that and not not anything else. So that that'll be my time will be spent on answering that. Bob, I don't want to bring up bad memories, but I was in the house game six in the nineteen finals against Toronto when Clay got hurt. You you didn't see me, I saw you and I saw you go over to Joe to kind of give him the news. And thankfully in Indiana when Steph got hurt, uh it wasn't that. But can you walk us through your thought process? I I don't know if you were on the road, if you were in the house. You know, how, what you do, how you eat and sleep, waiting to hear the prognosis on Steph and how relieved you were that, you know what, okay, he ain't going to need surgery. How, how does that work? Well, those are those are hard moments because you're, even when the, the night of, you always have to wait on MRIs now. But I spoke to, in real time to, I wasn't at that game, I spoke to Rick, Rick Celebrini, our head of sports performance, and, and he said, look, I think it, he told me what he thought it was, and he said, but let's wait on the MRI. And so that was encouraging because sometimes these things like that clay injury, uh, and you're referring to the ACL, you can, at least organizationally, and you see this in football a lot where the media is so good now, they'll say it's, they feared it's an ACL, or fears are when you saw with um, the Cardinals quarterback, you know, the, the ones where you just. Yeah. You know it, but you don't say it yet, and you go, we're waiting on MRI. Those ones are the worst. But this was not in that category. Uh, so I talked to Rick, and he said, look, I think it's not going to be surgery, but let's get see what the MRI says. Then you don't sleep much that night, and then you wake up, and the next morning, you know, he says, I'll call you right away. He calls you right when they get the MRI out. 
and uh, there's an MRI report, but then you, sometimes you send it off to two or three specialists, and some guy says whatever he says, and they never say the same thing. Just mm. like, no. Unless it's a broken bone, every orthopedist will tell you something slightly different. And um, that may, not to go backwards, but that may be something that happened with the, the giant stuff. Is And, and I've known, um, and you guys may know, second opinions are never identical to first or third. It's just, unless it's obvious, and it never is, usually isn't obvious. So you wait on that, and then after that, you get an answer. And then I saw Steph, and also it's the athlete. I mean, if they're not worried, they know their body just like you guys do. And you can sometimes see it on their face. And obviously he was hurt, but, but even yesterday I was talking to him and he, he, I said, how is it? He goes, it hurt for the first three days. He's like, but now it doesn't hurt when I do normal things. But now then you got to get the strength back and all these, these different things. But yeah, dude, those moments suck. I mean, injuries, probably the worst, worst thing that you deal with um, yeah. in, in my position. Other than dealing with us. Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that too, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> he did join himself this yeah. week. Yeah. Bob, what, uh, what would you say James Wiseman did well during his sin at the G League? I know Steve Kerr said he really made strides. What did he do well there that still hasn't translated uh, in the brief time since he's returned to the NBA level? I think down there he rebounded better. I think he found himself more in the dunker spot. For those people that don't know, that's that's stopped posting as much as he was, uh, taking up clogging up the lane. He was removing himself and putting him in position to get that pass when a guard drives or a lob. It got better at that. I think defensively, his fouling got better. His turnovers got better. Um, but, you know, a game like last night is probably not ideal to throw him out there with all the young guys in, in a game like that. So it's tough to see anything translate in that game. Um, but the reps helped him, and the confidence helped him. It's a kid that's been through a lot, uh, and so there's 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 things you can pull from it. But I, ideally, you put him out there with some of the uh, more veteran guys, and, and that it's hard for the young guys. And that if you guys kept watching, maybe you did something else with your time in the fourth quarter. You know, the oldest guy was Wiseman. He's 21 and whatever months old, and and that's the oldest guy of the five guys on the floor. It's not going to look good, and um, none of them I think looked great. Uh, so. Yeah, I did some things well, but um, still needs to improve on things, just like all our young guys do. And they're, you know, they 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 one step forward, one step back, uh, two steps forward, one step back. And uh, we have not had a cushion because of um, the way we've been playing to just let those guys play and play through it. Um, and that's been the challenge, I think, for Steve and the staff is figuring out minutes for some of these guys while we're in these tight games and trying to kind of stay around or get above 500 and in a very convoluted Western conference. So, yeah, Bob, that's actually a good thing. I, w I was telling Waddy, what do you guys like five and a half, six back from the yeah. number one seed? So yeah. to me, that helps out. We'll get you out of here on this one, Bob. You had mentioned earlier that you're trying to figure out who you guys are. I get it. 32 games in, but how difficult is that when there is no Wiggins and there is no Curry? Well, Goo, I think it is it's impossible without those guys, but we saw a decent chunk with them, and I can't say why we went out early and lost some games that those guys were finishing. Yeah. I don't know if that was just... Sometimes in close games, usually they even out at the end of the year. I think a lot of them... We didn't play well in the clutch. I don't know what that is. I, I do think that in a playoff series, I would trust those guys to finish out. They no reason to believe they wouldn't. But it just didn't go that way. And so then you try to evaluate what does that mean? 
but then you have injuries and it does cloud the whole thing up as far as what are you and at some point you, you just what it is is what it is and you can't you can't blame it on x y or z it's just whatever your season's telling you that's that's the beauty of sports i mean i could sit up here and make excuses um but there's more time for us to kind of figure it out but we're not sitting here liking losing it's uh no one does not the players not me not not, not joe certainly not steve so um you gotta we gotta try to get it going in the right direction Thanks, Bob. We appreciate it. I know this is a tough day for a lot of right. fans, but for me, I get to hang out with Goo. I get to talk to you. We appreciate it. Happy holidays. Uh, enjoy your time home, and we will talk to you soon, sir. Enjoy. All right, guys. All right, take care. Take care. Take care. The executive show was brought to you by Afici, San Francisco's newest culinary adventure located at 680 Folsom Street in San Francisco. Go to www.afici.com to book your reservation today. Uh, coming up next on the game, as promised, we will try to look at this Korea thing, whatever it is, from the Giants side. That's next. It's sponsored by Lucky California. This is Steiny and Goo. Whitey and for Steiny, 95.7 again. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. In for Steiny today, Kevin Michael Whitey Gleason. Great to be in, hanging out with Goo. We appreciate uh, all the participation today. Xfinity Mobile text line 888-957-9570. Before we get back to the Carlos Correa giant yes. debacle, let's just, um, Goo, just real quick, touching on Bob Myers. It's interesting. Take your time. Yeah, because people on the text line here... I got one people, too. and people are worried about Bob Myers and and concerned that he may leave. Uh, I'm bummed about Bob Myers. He's absolutely leaving, and you know he didn't say that, but that's the way people hear it. Sometimes you know you hear what you're afraid you're going to hear, but it's yeah. an interesting reaction. Some people just didn't get a real positive vibe out of what Bob had to say about his warrior future. I hope uh, all those people are wrong. Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing about Bob. He knows what time it is in yeah, regard to shout out Morris Day. You know, we speculate, not us, just the fans too, and it comes from a good place, but can I share something with you? Yeah, please. Kevin Mighty White. How many names you got? <laughs> Kevin Michael Whitey Glees. <laughs> okay, just there. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping, hey, Goo, you know, I'm in the lab just, you know, wanting to spend time. Now, it could be none of my business or business, but I was hoping that if we had heard a little bit of that, then it was, you know, kind of, that's what he's thinking about. I'm mulling over. But to his credit, he's a professional, and he said he's focused on the task at hand, which is getting the Warriors back to to, to defending the throne. But mm -hmm. I can see, you know, you know what we do. People just, their mind wanders. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's concerning. Yeah, no doubt. Let's face it, the Warriors right now appear to be at something of a crossroads, which is, okay, this thing could go any which way from here. Now, they were at a crossroads last year, right? I remember after the All-Star break. Yeah, Yeah. and it was, but you know what? (laughs) (laughs) They won a championship, so everything could come together. But when you have your core and the guys are aging and you have some tough decisions to make on contracts and you have one of the architects of the whole thing and is he going to be around next year? We don't know. It's a little concerning. Yeah, it is, and, and the team not playing uh, you well talked about uh, Rod Carew batting 400. I just think of Bob Myers and what he look, it's he left he, what he's done here with the Warriors. He had 388 Some, actually. Okay, yeah. but George Brett, George Brett had 390. Uh, somebody yeah. like him shitting to me. Yeah, you should already be wrapped up. Mm-hmm. That that that's why when I frantically text Donnie, I was like Donnie, you know, you would think. Of course, he did text back, but yeah, uh, to the next day. Can I read something to you from the Xfinity Mobile text line? Yes. Now, I'm not insecure, Waddy. You know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, I think you, you are little, mail, but I but think, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about yeah, that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, from the 415, <laughs> Guru, you are not the voice of the fans. You don't get to call yourself that. The stuff that triggers people. When I was talking to Bob, I, got, I was, you know what I mean? I, come on. I, I saw that and I didn't even read it all. It, yeah. But damn, I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah. And I ain't ashamed of it. Yeah. But don't tell me I'm not. <laughs> I just wanted to read that to the end because they're going to be like, oh, go pooey. Yeah. He's not mad. He read I, it. I think maybe what you said was you consider yourself. That, and you know I what? No one can say you say don't. Consider. No one can say you don't. That's if you all. consider yourself that, then fine. You, you complete yeah. me, why? Yeah. yeah, that's that's what he considers himself. I'm gonna call himself. you Kevin when I take you to the U, though. Yeah, I don't know why. So in the text work. line says, "Dude over the weekend, call him Whitey Kevin Michael Tyler Gleason." That was Filmo. <laughs> yeah, he you called call me. He called me Whitey Kevin Michael Tyler Gleason. <laughs> you can add whatever names uh, you want in there. Yeah, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Now, as for the Giants. Um, we'll get back to your calls as quickly as we can. Of course, Carlos Correa is like, woo, he's going to be a giant. Wow, they saved this offseason after all. Now, nope. Going to the Mets. Stunning, just absolutely stunning, stunning news. I think for a lot of us, initially, our brains wouldn't process it, Goo, when we saw it. It's like, what? No, that's not right. It can't be right. So, huh, what the heck happened there? From the Giants' standpoint, I guess, and I'm trying to see it from their side, and it's hard, but if I try to, I understand why they're really limited as to what they can say. If it's a medical thing, you just can't speak to it. There are things you can say, and hopefully they will, but if it was a medical issue, you can't say, hey, you know what? We had this uh, MRI or whatever, and you know what? Let me tell you something. You know, his L5 is not what you'd think. No, they, can't, look at you. they can't do it. Okay, but at the same time, the Mets... What they did and I know. put up all that chicken uh-huh. is letting you know they think it's minor. Yeah. And again, to Rattle's point, oh, they are, they're all liars. They'll put out anything. But I got to tend to believe it was something there before before his baseball career even started. So if another ML team, MLB team will, will put invest that much in you, what made you stop? And I asked Bob this, and I was kind of Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. Uh, is it the owner of the GM? It was obviously somebody higher than Farhan, but still. What well, What was the title of the jam? All the last month, you got to close something. Put that coffee down. And then we celebrated through a parade. Giant fans were happy. Some probably online ordering season tickets. And a week later, uh, nope. Hmm. By the way, 
Real quick, speaking of the Warriors, uh, it is a Warrior Wednesday, which is brought to you by SFO. Go to flysfo.com slash winter for your chance to win $1,000 towards a nonstop flight from SFO today. So, yeah, uh, Giants fans reeling today, and then Warrior fans, you know, no staff. And tonight, the list of guys, it's there's almost <laughs> the list of guys. Why is it a sprain? Is it pinky? Yeah. I, I don't know what a thumb I thought it was, right. but you're playing KD in the nest tonight. Who Tough. are balling? I yeah. think they won a what? 10 of 11, 6 in a row. So much better basketball. Did How you about hear that? Bob say, uh, I don't know if you stuck around at the end of the yesterday. Dude, they were down 30. I, was, I almost said, I watched the whole thing, Bob, but I thought, no. Nah, the no, Knicks no. can't shoot. I know. But yet they were just getting. Drilling threes. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-957-9570. Carlos. Maybe Carlos Correa in San Bruno. Is this Carlos oh, Correa please. calling to explain what's going on? <laughs> I wish, I wish. No, um, let me tell you guys, I am utterly, utterly embarrassed to be a Giants fan. And in the last 10 years, I was proud. I thought, oh, we're like, you know, the Red Sox of the West. You know, the Dodgers are like the Yankees, but the, the Giants are right there. But this debacle has completely made me embarrassed. I don't want to wear my Giants hat today. Oh, I want to just wear sackcloth. I want to be... And morning, and let me tell you something. I'm just a unique perspective. I'm also a diehard Cowboys fan, and I know what it's like to have to root for a team that's like a circus. But at the very least, Jerry Jones goes out there every week and talks to the fans. He goes on the radio, good or bad. Where's Charles Johnson? I want to hear him talk to the people. I want to hear him explain what happened. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks, Carlos. And Jerry's one of those guys, and I'm not a Cowboy fan like like you do, yeah. but one thing I'll say for Jerry is, you know, there's no question. He wants to win. He's like Joe Lakeup. Yeah, he I think does that's want to win. job, man. Yeah, yeah. And what did I hear Shasky today? It was great. He was talking about who, who the ownership group for the Giants, not named Farhan. Yeah, you know, they're in the development in real estate. Like, we, the, the fans need a face. How can you ignore not coming out just on video saying what jumped off? That is like that adds to it, man. That's a good question. It's almost like double the uh, Kyrie Irving, the double bird. Mm-hmm. It Say is a good something. question whether they need Whose to go that far. Whose job is it? Why is Farhans right? I think so. Say something. Yeah, and uh, maybe one of the things they're trying to figure out now before they go before the public. Look, do we need? Can Farhan do it? Do you do? How how many people do we need to have up there? What's our messaging going to be? But it's vitally important, and just ah, people will get over it. They're That's not what it looks <laughs> like right now. Why that won't work? Yeah, that is not going to work. Uh, let's go to Foster City. Pat in Foster City. 95-7 the game. Pat, you think we need to give the Giants a little uh, little time on this, huh? Yeah, I, I do. Um, you know, I uh, I guess for a couple reasons. You know, from a PR standpoint, it's terrible. You know, and the recent track record is pretty <sighs> bad, notwithstanding the 107-win you know win season. But, you know, looking just at this contract deal, I think until we know a little more about the injury, you know, thinking the Mets are so smart and everybody they draft and get is great and whatever. There's there's so many bad contracts out there in baseball, long-term. You know, look at Miguel Cabrero and look at Stanton and, and Jason Hayward and Robinson Cano and, you know, Bumgardner. There's so many bad contracts, long-term contracts that can really drag a team down. And, you know, I was a season ticket holder for several years when they moved into the new ballpark, and I loved it. But toward the end of that, period, 2005, 6, 7, Bond's last few years, you know, it was like a it was like a circus. It was a one-man show, and they got no one around them, and it became boring. And I just think that Giants need more than one player. They're not just one player away from being a solid team. So 
I think spending that money you know, wisely on some other players would, would make more sense. And then you may say, well, who are they and why aren't they here? Very valid points. But uh, I, I just think that you know, they're, they're more than one player away, I think. Thank you, Pat. That's a very uh, reasonable no, answer. Yeah, it's a very good call. Where are the others? But, you go to the baseball Walmart? I need a shortstop. I, I, I don't know. Well, I'll for it, sir. Uh, let's just say it's fact that Correa alone probably wasn't going to transform them into a contender. I mean, we don't know. But even if that's true, that's not a good reason not to sign him because you still you got to start somewhere. Right? He would have automatically been. I'm not. I'm with you. Your best player. Yeah. So I'm not mad at the last caller, but you have to start what you just said somewhere. It makes you. Better. Okay. Yeah. Remember, and, and this, I'm gonna get to my grade that I, my revised grade that I gave the Giants in this offseason. Offseason grade. This new information. I have a feeling okay, I know it was where a it's B going, earlier. It was a B yeah. plus. But with that Including said, Correa it was B plus. Yeah. Okay. With Farhan saying that Crocomani stuff he said about all oh, the politics and I don't know if this is a destination. Did you this, say Crocomani? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, that works. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Um, like that bothered me to the core. But then you go out and land this fish. But Correa would have signaled to me, Whitey, other free agents, maybe not season, next season. Okay, San Francisco's got something going. I want to be a part of that. Now that's off the table. So, again, I don't know what you thought about, uh, you know, ju- now the judge thing. He could have played the Giants, and I believe it was Dibs. Yeah, I think he did. Uh, oh, you're throwing next season open today. You're throwing it as helmet, you know, brushing back. That but video was do. so fake. Yeah, right? it was, that was a setup. That, he meant it. That was Dibs, a setup, yeah. Dibs, But with this is different. He chose you. You chose him and then unchose him. So why would you throw at Correa? Because you looked at the medicals allegedly and were turned off. But, I mean, I don't know how any Giant fan could, could look at, I get Judge, and, and be mad and feel like he used you. But here, this is this is all management. That's part of it, right? People aren't sure who to be mad at. They knew who they want to be mad at. A lot of fans want to be mad at Farhan, right? They want to be mad at ownership. They're just not. Well, wait, what happened? We need someone to tell us what happened. Jerry and Martinez, 95-7 The Game. Where are you in all this, Jerry? Hey, man, I'm driving down, and I'm realizing, you know, the Giants, they got buyer's remorse, and they wussed out on the deal. And the problem is, is that I think you guys are right. We need that starting piece, and we need to get somebody to jumpstart this thing, and he would have been perfect for that because – he would have helped us in the recruitment game. He would have got other people going. And he's got that swagger. And the thing is, we're turning into a boring organization. You know, even back when we were back winning championships, we had characters. We had Brian Wilson. We had, you know, Aubrey Huff. Don't want, nobody wants to hear that name. But, you know, and we had this stern, you know, manager keeping it all together. But, you know, we were cool back then. And we were just getting back to that. And that's what's killing me. Mm-hmm. Got you, Jer. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think that's the sense I get from a lot of Giants fans going back to, as I said earlier, last season, come off, coming off 107, so many Giants fans go, felt like, man, this is great. We're ahead of schedule. Oh, what? So now man. we continue to build, and oh my goodness, 107, that's just the starting point. And instead, things have gotten smaller since then. And then you have this offseason, which has been, you know, it's not totally, you can't blame the Giants for all the, all, everything that went wrong this offseason. John Heyman's, you know, arson judge tweet and all that. But it's such a bad look, oh, and there are so many fans. So many, so many fans right now are feeling like I can't. <laughs> what they're saying really is I don't trust my team anymore. 
Yeah. I don't trust them. And you shouldn't because they're ignoring you. Right now, I feel like Giant fans are getting ignored. Okay, you could be like, oh, good, I'll put something together tomorrow or Friday. But Well, I don't talk that way. But okay. On the flip side, I don't know whose voice that is. On the flip side... Why do you, I'm telling you, I'm getting mad at these nerds, and and there's nothing wrong with being a nerd. But oh, I'm worried about the Brian Ratto. He, you know, the average baseball fan, but he was like, oh, maybe they dodged a bullet. Get out of here! Well, they may selling have selling me on I mean, 2028 and 2029. I said I was going to try okay. to see from the Giants' standpoint. Okay, so thank you. I'm listening. Maybe, yeah, that could be true. That could be true. Maybe. No. But what we're watching is a theme. And the theme is you got a good year from Kevin Gosman. But you're Sanford and son when it comes to re-upping those guys. Oh, when you're building a rotation, mm -hmm. you said bye-bye because you were cheap. Birds of Florida Kmart. Yeah. Then Rodon. I know he got broke off in New York, but this is where the fan in me comes out. He would have been, I think he's better than Webb. That's just my thing. But you had a good thing going with one and two. But you went cheap. Let somebody else get his services so you keep kicking the can down the road after you get a good year yeah, from a pitcher right. but it's like hey we can't spend none of this San Francisco money to bring you back and it ain't that you didn't earn it we just are cheap asses so imagine Rodon Webb Gosman in this lineup then you got some stability you got arms it seems That's like that here a few days before Christmas but if we gave all that money to Rodon and then you know, May in Pittsburgh's like, oh, his, his arm he blew out his sh uh, elbow. And then Correa, you know, is rounding third base uh, in Arizona in August. Like, oh, his spleen fell out again. Now you're paying all these guys all this money. And then you wouldn't be saying, oh, good for them. They signed all these guys. No, you'd be saying, look, they wasted all this money. Uh, not Waddy, meet me in the middle. You would say, my team, my team spins. Bad luck. Okay, we've had some bad luck, but they spin. Well, I think you're right. And again, well, I was just has trying no to see it the other not side. being a giant if you're they, trying to win. As much money as they have coming in, That's, they yep, should be able to take those there risks. There it is. That's that gets all. back to what Ray Ratto has been saying, which is, they don't yeah, want they to spin. Could. They don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. That's it. The rat's on the table. Mm -hmm. Tough. Kick it. Oh, we'll go find somebody that uh, people rolled off and hopefully he'll have a career year. And then when he does, we'll let him go. So, like, I hate that. You know what else really Tap stinks? into the Cardinals yeah. and what they do and why they're relevant every year. Rodon, not... Oh, he didn't like Steiny. I, I love you if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> he didn't like San Francisco or something. I'm like, make him like it. Throw some jack at him. You won 81 games last year. And Everyone you lucky to get that. Yeah, Go but ahead. But you won 81 games in spite of everything that went wrong. You won 81 games and you were what? Four, five, six. How many did the Phillies Dude, win? Dude, you were six 80? to five. You were, yeah. you were right there. Yeah, you, yeah, right there. And that's in a bad year. <laughs> yes. So you get Korea. And you add, you know, stripling, and yeah. you you should be set up for at least a competitive year. You know, now it's, it's just tougher to imagine that. Bonte is tougher Shesky, to imagine that. Uh, Kruger, they're diehard Giant fans. To hear Bonte, Shasky, I'll never say this, and I love you, Joe. Bonte said he's not going. Like, I believe him. That's a diehard fan. Mm -hmm. His whole life. You think he's by himself? That's what he feels and you're that way now. people now. That's why it's so vitally important. It's critical for the Giants between now and the start of the season to do something 
to at least get those they're people hiding. at least paying attention. They're again. hiding. Yeah, and I don't know. You said you don't think there is such a thing. I don't know that there is. I can imagine maybe a couple of things if they thread the needle, but they've got to do that, or they've gonna ha- they're gonna have. Uh, from here on out, until there's a regime change, you're gonna have a, you. You will have lost a good portion of your fan base. They have no trust I, in what you're doing wow. as an organization. None. Can you're I ask, spend yeah. money on an organization like, oh, yeah, when you don't trust them? Yeah, there it is. And I'll say this: I had to put you on the spot. So we know that the Phoenix Suns went for four billion, right? Yeah, they're in the state of Arizona. I think San Francisco is it. I tell Stadi it's the best city in the world, yada, yada, yada. If the Giants were to be sold, I got to believe, do you double what? I'd have to, I think it's way, baseball teams are worth way more. Cow. Yeah, yeah, I this agree. Is I agree with you. Cow. I don't have a number because I don't want to say something don't dumb enough to look it up, like but you're, you're right. You're, you're right. You know what I mean? Yes. Pictures field? Yeah. Shout out to my Aunt Glenda, Rutten Pete. Yeah. But yeah. Come on, man. That's what this I said. This is number I, four market. I feel like I'm not making this point very well. They're, they have the money ball approach. And then when you have that with the spending of the money like the Cubs and the Red Sox, you, the sky's the limit. But instead, the Giants are going the other way. It's like, yeah, we have the analytics and we have the money. We're just not going to spend it wow, on man. our baseball not team. Not cool, man. I got too many friends and family that, that love the Gigantes, man. Yeah. And they are hurt. 888-957-9570. Uh, that's the Xfinity Mobile text line. Thanks again for all your calls. Sorry we can't get to all of them. We're trying. Anthony and Benicia on 95.7 The Game. How you doing, Anthony? Good afternoon, fellas. Hello. So, um, Talk to I listen us. in the morning because I, I, I start pretty <laughs> early. And um, I heard Bonte say, like, he wasn't going to go to the game. <laughs> I heard nothing. He, he heard. He, he, yeah. he asked Joe if he wasn't going to go. And Joe's response was, I'm addicted. And I was appalled by that. Because you said he's going to continue to go because he's addicted. And I wanted to change, and this is no shot at Joe, but I wanted to change addicted to a sucker. Because if you're continuously getting taken advantage of by an entity that you continue to pour money into, you're being a sucker. And I'm not a, 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 I'm not a baseball fan, but I am a fan of the people. And I think at some point you have to ask Giants fans, when are you going to stop giving your money? I heard that slices of pizza are almost 20 bucks. I heard parking is super expensive. And so all this stuff that are reasons why you shouldn't keep going um, on top of what just happened. And so, like, I was at the grocery store some months ago, and those Thomas English muffins were like 10 bucks. I put them back because I know they really only should be like $5. Since then, the price has went down. But I just think as a consumer, you have a buying power. And I think if you stop going and stop spending your money on um, jerseys and tickets and all that type of stuff, that will show the team, like, you know, we don't want to put up with this crap. But if you keep going, you're not addicted. You're more just a sucker. So you have to ask yourself as a fan, which kind of fan are you? Thank you, Anthony. I hope uh, Joe Anthony. didn't hear that or we'll, we'll be hearing well, from well, him. Yeah. How about the – you're a Jersey guy. Who uh, – and I know I heard this on – might have been with uh, Bonte and Chasky. Whose jersey are you buying right now? On this Giants team, it would be. There's you, got you mentioned you got a lot of Giants fans yeah, that are yeah, friends, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get them in sweet no, no, jersey. All of them are maybe one of the Bill, maybe one of the Crawford Post Fog one, the Nike one, the, City the, Connect the popsicle ones. Yeah, yeah. no. Hey, well, I'm, I'm being real. Bonds, 
Like it would be Leonard Mitchell, uh, Johnny oh. Lamaster. Wow. Like Daryl Evans. Like you go. Like yeah. that's what. That's how tragic this was. Why wouldn't they Joey take Bart? De- no. Uh, I like to do. Got to drop beep beep because sound like Devart. <laughs> but uh, that's a four. Ashby Station. But my point is, if it was close. Wouldn't you say, you know what? I'm talking about Johnson, Farhan. Hey, business ain't good right now, fellas. We already told the fan base this guy's coming. Okay, what if this flared up in year four or five? I would want the business component to supersede the medical. And the medical allegedly is something that would pretty much not, he was born with, but it was there yeah, pre-MLB. But it sounds like it's real because... They're acting like he's going to be in a wheelchair in a month. That's you one of the absolute saying? keys to this. Because as Bob said, when we asked Bob yeah. Myers, it's like, why do you use the word minor? We don't know that. And it, you know, and he's right. But it sure looks that way. I'm going to say something to you. And, and, and right. Scott Boris is doing a good job of framing okay. it. Okay, can that I contract. say something? Yes. I believe the, the twins, his current team, former current team, had his medicals. Yeah. They offered him 35. I know. I know. So that's know. telling me there was nothing... On the radar, I'm going Star Trek when you look out in the Enterprise. There was nothing. Oh, my gosh. This is new. It's been there. Yep. Here's the key question whenever they have this media conference is, okay. It's not happening. When did you know about the injury and why is it? Is it true as Scott Boris says that you informed him that you still wanted to negotiate? Then he didn't hear from you. What was going on during that period? How can that be? How can you explain that? And until and unless they can adequately explain that and good luck, then the trust between the organization and the fans... Broken. No doubt. Broken. And, and I got to go back to Anthony like about Like when a Bo Shasky. Jackson's bats right Look over at the you. That's a strong boy. Loyalty is it, it, it's real. I'm addicted. Like when Jerry Jones didn't do the kneeling stuff, I wanted to quit Dallas. I couldn't. Why do you? I'm addicted. Yeah. You know, it's bigger than him. But people, I, like if Bonte could pull it off, hey, he's going. But if he could pull it off, he may he may be that mad. I just could never stop going. I'm, I'm saying stop. I just, I love the, yeah. the sport too. Well, you you grew up in the Sacramento area. No, I was in Union City. Okay, but you spent a lot of time in Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. Got you two said, kids raised you said in I grew up in Vacaville. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Shamard, but, yeah. I got it. <laughs> so there was a time when fans would go to Kings games to watch the other team. That's why they yeah, go that was the, to watch yeah. the other team. Can, can I be honest? Yes. We used to do that with the Warriors, me growing up. Okay. Who they play. Yeah. We may be back to that uh, with the Giants. What's coming up next on the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Farhan needs to take his old boss's advice. That is next. We are sponsored by CalHope.org. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.